have so many TikToks on my account right now that I created of me doing just all the TikTok dances and they're all on private. <laughs> Cause I'm like, do I want to put this out to the world yet? <laughs> Welcome back to the Really Bitchy Podcast with your favorite bitchy host, Christina Marie. And guys, let's just get right into my Really Bitchy recap of the week because what a fucking week it has been, guys. Basically, the beginning of this week, I was in California. I went total tourist mode with my parents. They don't go there that much, but we went there for the NAM Festival. Or not festival. I keep calling it a festival, but it's a convention in Anaheim. Anaheim was super, super good. Uh, loved it. Wonderful. And then I also went for an audition for something I really can't talk about yet, but I went with one day's notice. So that was kind of ridiculous. Um, my manager literally just gave me a call up and he's like, Hey, by the way, you have an audition tomorrow. And I was like, well, shit. All right. Guess I have no choice. So let's do this thing, you know, shoot your shot. Um, and then to top it all off, I woke up at six in the morning to fly across the country from California to New York. I landed in New York and I had an hour to get ready before I had to run out to celebrate my best friend Luke's 21st birthday. It was great. We had a wonderful time. And then later that night, we all got denied at a club and walked home with the walk of shame. <laughs> so that's how that went. So that was my really bitchy recap of the week. Uh, but now I want to uh, Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, guys. I keep stuttering. You know, we're new at this here. But you're killing I, it. Yes. Thank you. You're this welcome. is our mystery guest is talking right now. <laughs> Love that. Um, so I'm going to introduce you guys to a really quote unquote awesome guest that I have for today. So little backstory quickly. Uh, when I released Bitchy Apparel, I used a specific song called Awesome in all of the promo for it, literally. All the promo I used. Um, and then what do you know about like a month later, I get an email from the artist saying that he loved Bitchy, love what we're doing with the brand. He's coming to New York City. And so we decided, hey, we should probably film an episode of the Really Bitchy Podcast together. So I would like to welcome Dylan Rockoff. How are you doing today? I am so good today and I'm so stoked to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Oh my God, dude, you are my first guest on my podcast ever. I'm so honored. yes, this is amazing. It really just correlates. Um, absolutely love it. Are you feeling awesome today? I'm feeling awesome. I'm feeling awesome every day. That's beautiful. But especially <laughs> awesome today. Not to take away from how special this is. This is great. Thanks oh, for having is, me. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Um, so basically, I feel like it's only right if we're going to kick it off with a story, Tom, and how I found the song and the whole thing. Yeah, so, I want to hear. Yeah. So basically, a uh, little backstory. There is this website called Thematic, and mm -hmm. it's a website that YouTubers can use to find uh, different like copyright free songs and stuff, songs that artists give permission to use in YouTubers videos, you know. And so I was like in ultimate panic mode searching on Thematic for like two hours looking for the perfect song because I was like, the song has to be like empowering, it has to be badass, it has to be perfect because the brand is badass. Of um, so of course, I came across awesome and I was like, this is this is it. This is the vibe. I absolutely love this. Uh, so put it into the song and everything, you know, gave credit where credit is due and everything went from there. And I'm so happy that you actually saw it. That was amazing. What yeah. was like your reaction when you saw it? I was so stoked. I mean, the fact that like my thong's song has been on, my, not my thong, my song <laughs> <laughs> has been on thematic. Uh, a lot of YouTubers have, have picked it up and ended up using it because I think they felt the same way as you that it was like empowering and cool and like a good 
vibe and everything. And the fact that you decided that you wanted to use it for launching your brand is awesome. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. I use, that, <laughs> I use that word a lot. So like it's, no, it's going to happen. Literally same. That's why it works so well. I was like, I can't wait to go into the studio today and make a pun about how I'm feeling awesome today. So it easy. only makes sense. It only makes sense. It's so easy. <laughs> no, but for real, it was really, really awesome to see that you used it. And I was really, really happy and stoked that you decided to use that song to oh launch God. the brand. Yay. I'm so happy about that. That makes my heart flutter. Um, I love trying to find like upcoming artists too. And like, I love doing the whole promo thing. And I just thought that the song fits so perfectly. Well, so I appreciate it big out. time. So thank yes. you. Thank you, dude. Um, and of course, I noticed that Awesome was one of the many songs from your newest album, Semicolon Parentheses, which debuted number two on the iTunes pop charts, right between Selena Gomez Rare and Harry Styles' fine line. Yeah. Like, holy shit, dude. How did you feel about that? It was incredible. It was a really, really awesome feeling. Um, we did a lot of work uh, leading up to that to, to push sales. Um, one of the things that we did, well, the biggest thing that we did, which is Really, really cool, in my opinion, is we decided we were going to give 100% of the pre-order proceeds to Locks of Love. Oh, man, there's that's a, wonderful. Yeah, there's a song on the album that's called Bad Haircut, and uh, it has a whole music video and everything. And um, it's a funny story about, you know, me growing up and getting a bad haircut and losing a love interest in middle school about it. And it's a fun, like, lighthearted song, but, you know, we decided we wanted to do something, like, concrete and practical for people. So we decided we were going to give 100% of the pre-order proceeds to Locks of Love to... Um, get an awesome haircut to a kid who oh needs it most who are dealing with medical hair loss. So um, it's great to see that the album ended up where it did um, because that's, you know, validation that we did move a lot of pre-orders and all of that money is going to a great cause. So, um, you know, it's, it was really cool to see that. Um, first of all, to see my name against, uh, you know, right next to Selena Gomez and Harry Styles, who are two of my favorites and two of yeah. the biggest in pop right now. So it was really, really cool to see that. But also the better part, the underlying thing is that all the money is going to a great cause. So that's what made it extra special. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I love uh, when artists and celebrities and all those sorts of people do something for a good cause like that. Like how uh, just the other week so many people are putting their efforts in and donating to the Australian wildfires to try and help yeah. those. And I absolutely love that. Love that you're giving back. Thank and you. I did hear the song Bad Haircuts, listened to it, and I was cracking up. Because, <laughs> I'm glad you dig it. Yes, of course. I know everybody just goes through their time you know you get a really big haircut and it just kills the vibe did you ever have like, bangs when you're in middle school did you ever get I, a... so i didn't have like full-on bangs uh -huh. but i had like the like side swept like over the eye bang oh yeah and it like was... the emo kind of thing yes, yeah like nice. the emo bang. oh my god it was so bad and i used to like pop the lens out of like the movie theater 3d like glasses and they yeah. I had like purple justin bieber never say never once oh my god yeah oh I, my I, god. I want i gotta see a picture at some point offline. I, I will literally pull up I, there's a picture of me floating around and it's me with the haircut with the glasses wearing like a button-up arrow pastel like hot pink shirt oh that's let's what go was <laughs> i love it yo it was so funny but also uh speaking of charts again billboard actually came out with their charts today and you came in number 29 on the new artist albums also such an amazing accomplishment totally um oh my gosh that's crazy how was that today you saw that i just mind blown again incredible Double i mean whammy. yeah i mean like just overall like all the response and all the accolades that we've gotten on the album since it's only been out for a little over a week now and um the response has just been overwhelmingly positive um, the chart spots are, are really great cause it's, you know, just validation that people mm -hmm. were really interested and, and wanted to actually listen. But, um, at 
the big, the bigger thing for me is that people who have actually had taken the time to listen to it all the way through as a work have really had nice things to say about it. So, um, chart positions aside, that's more of like all the back end work we did to get it in front of people and get people listening. But now that people are listening and they're actually really, really digging it is, is the cool thing for me because all those sales would, would really mean nothing if people weren't really getting behind it and really enjoying the music. So, oh, yeah. but, um, the, yeah, the, the billboard, um, top new artist albums chart is, is great. And it's just more validation of, you know, we, we did the hard work and now we just got to let the music have its, have its own life and let people make their own opinion about it. Yeah, totally. That is God, such an accomplishment. Like, dude, I know for me, I don't sing. If I sang, I might break the glass door in this room. <laughs> but if I did and I got on the charts, I would probably be crying on my floor. So such an accomplishment. And you know, all the music is so good. Obviously, I just heard awesome to begin with. Totally. And then the album came out, listened to the whole album. And I was like, such a banger. Absolutely awesome. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. But um, now we're going to go into a little bit of a pop culture sort of update. Cool. Um, guys, first episode ever. I think it's right that we talk about my favorite social media app in the world, TikTok. Let's and especially it. I wanted to tie TikTok in because TikTok is de like not the words not destroying. It's just taking over the music industry right yeah. now. Like you have a viral song on TikTok, forget it. Like the number one song in the charts right now is The Box by Roddy Rich, I believe. Yeah. And that song is just staying at number one because of TikTok because it went viral on there. Mm -hmm. So do you have a TikTok? Do you upload TikTok? I do Let's have a TikTok. I do it. have a TikTok and I'm still trying to figure out kind of how to use it. I mean, the way that like I've been approaching it, me and my roommate, like he's he's really I tend to think that we're pretty funny together so <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of like approaching it as like a, a vine sort of thing it's, oh, it's yeah. kind of like the new vine oh my you know? gosh it absolutely is and you know what uh vine actually just kind of came back the other day I don't know if you saw the news no. but they, they like recreated vine but it's called bite now okay and it's still seven second videos but it's vertical and it has a very similar layout to tiktok okay and I'm like I don't know. Like people are downloading it. I There's guess, no way they'll be like, able to compete. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like people are downloading it because of like I guess like the nostalgia from Tik. I meant from Vine. From Vine yeah. But like TikTok is so deep in. Like yeah. I don't know how they're gonna. It compete was the most with downloaded that. app of all apps last yeah. year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it has the bigger biggest user base of any social media app. Yeah. Exactly. Like I always tell people, like if you want to blow up really fast right now, you go to TikTok. Yeah. It's way easier to blow up on there than it is on YouTube or anything totally. else right now. Yeah. It's insane. Kids are blowing up from doing the renegade. So <laughs> that's absolutely yeah. insane. By the way, wish I knew that dance because I would totally make a TikTok out of it. I have so many TikToks on my account right now that I created of me doing just all the TikTok dances and they're all on private because <laughs> I'm like, do I want to put this out to the world yet? Like, yeah. I don't know, but it's really cool we'll that see. dance, that dance is coming back because like when yeah. I was going back to the middle school thing, when I was in middle school, like everybody was doing the soldier boy and everybody oh was doing God. like, you know, all those dances. And yeah. like, I mean, they were like, that was like a whole song that you had to memorize, like the whole yeah. dance. Right. But now it's just like, they've like made it a lot shorter yeah, and a lot like easier a, to memorize like those a dances. 10 second yeah. bit of a song, you know, yeah. like, what other songs? Like, obviously, The Box is one of them. Uh, Say So, Doja Cat. A lot of Doja Cat songs started blowing up. Yeah. Uh, Ash Nico. Uh, she never heard of her in my life before until TikTok, and she constantly has a song on there. Yeah. Um, oh, there was also this song called Mine. I forget who the artist is, but that blew up because people are making, like, cute little, like, boyfriend and girlfriend TikToks from it. Yeah. I don't even know. It's just absolutely insane. It's like basically if you have like a viral song on TikTok, you're like set. Yeah. Like you're you're flying. You're doing great. Um, it's just insane. It's literally doing char. It's not. I mean, I don't know. Sorry, I just stuttered so much. It's doing absolutely insane and just 
totally taking over music. And it's really changing the way, I mean, in my opinion, I, I see, like, it's changing the way that people are, like, approaching songwriting and, yeah. like, actually, like, writing their songs. Because, mm-hmm. like, now that they have this new environment where they can write music, that's, like, honestly just shorter. Like, they can be shorter songs. Like, mm-hmm. they need to be, like, a, don't even need to be more than a minute long. But if it's something that's catchy immediately and, like, easy to dance to, it's immediately recognizable and immediately usually successful on TikTok if someone picks it up and decides they want to do something with it. Yeah, so. exactly. I always say that, like, there's, like, songs, like, for example, Old Town Road, that song blew up and it's like, I love Old Town Road. Everyone does. It's not like, you know, a crazy, like lyrically developed song, you know, because it's like, I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. You know, it's not like a ballad or anything. Yeah. But that song charted and it just stayed there. And it was insane. It was because people loved it because it's catchy. It's yeah. easy to remember. And you could just belt it out like at the yeah. top of your lungs. It's like insane. Like catchy songs right now are just like. It's there because they just blow up so quick. Like that was always kind of my vision for awesome. I feel like awesome is like kind of could be one of those songs if somebody gave it a chance. But like it's like how do you get to that point where people are want to use it and want to do something with it? I feel like it's just like it's insane. Like all the songs that blew up is like it's mainly I feel like luck unless you have like a big like marketing thing behind it. I've seen like some like uh, labels and stuff like put marketing behind a song to try and like and it just blow doesn't it up work because it's totally yeah. up to the users to decide what is going to exactly. be successful. Like it's just insane how it works. So I don't know if you guys are listening to this right now, you better start making TikToks about awesome. We're going to get this song up there. Let's get it viral. Let's yeah, do it. We got to do it. We're going to, we're going to make a TikTok cool. before we leave today. <laughs> we're going to make several. And if you guys are listening to this, y'all better go follow me on TikTok. Beauty Chicky. You already know what it is. Me too. At yeah. Dylan Rockoff. Yes, of course. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Dylan, I have a very vital question for you right okay, now. Okay, hit me. Are you good at giving advice? How do you feel? <laughs> I, tend, I tend to think so. I tend to think I'm pretty good at giving advice. Okay. Well, Basically, uh, we talked about this a little bit prior to the show, uh, but my advice is some of the shittiest advice on the planet uh, that you will ever hear. I suck at it, but that's going to bring us into the next segment, which is shitty life advice with Christina. Basically, uh, for those of you listening right now, if any of you guys went on the uh, Mind Your Business tour, which was my tour this past summer, I had the segment shitty life advice with Christina tied into the tour and you guys loved it so much so we're tying it into the podcast so basically here's the drill every week i tweet out what you guys the listeners want some shitty life advice on and we're gonna attempt to answer it me and the wonderful guest who is here dylan today so here we go this week's shitty life advice we got uh carly carly needs the best tips for saving money and resisting the urge to buy something when you're trying to save and so personally she should not be asking me this question because I have the worst money spending habits. I did the math for like the past year, 2019. Yeah. I spent an average of almost $600 a month on Postmates and $1,000 oh, a month on Uber. That's, like That's a lot. Absurd. <laughs> and considering I live in New York City, I could take the subway for $275. Sure. But no, I'm going to take a 10-minute Uber ride that's going to cost me $30 because of traffic. I don't understand my mentality sometimes with it. But... Uh, you know what? Trying to do it this year, trying to do better with that, take the subway more. I have no issue with the subway. Yeah. I'm just lazy. Like yeah. 
I need to stop. I absolutely need it's to stop. It's easy for that. me because I'm when I'm only here for like a couple of days at a time. Like I can just be like, all right, I'm just gonna take the subway. I don't have to deal with this for a couple of days. But if yeah. I had to do it like on a regular basis, I would get really, really tired of it. Yeah, you know, like luckily, like the subway station is like pretty close to where I live, and so that's really good. But like yeah. sometimes when you're just like in a rush to get somewhere and you don't want to go on the subway and have to transfer trains yeah. and do the whole thing. It's a like, lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just so much easier to hop into Uber, but then obviously that comes out of cost and that's where my $1,000 a month spending <laughs> habit on Uber comes in. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. But um, if you're going to give Carly some advice, money saving, resisting the urge to buy something what are you gonna say? Okay. What are you thinking? So my, my first thought, if we're giving if we're giving bad advice, yes, I would just say like don't like carry all your money in cash, but even I'd even go further than that and say just carry everything in quarters because it's a <laughs> lot and like pennies That's and stuff amazing. and low denominations of like coins because it's really really hard to spend money on stuff. If you're carrying around like a pocket full of quarters. That's so true. You know what? That makes so much sense. Cause like I cannot even remember the last time I used cash. Yeah. I charge everything to my business yep. card and it's so easy to just swipe a card. They have the, uh, yep. you know, the tap now you just tap your card on the thing and you it's go way too easy to spend money. Oh, it is so Let's easy. Let's go back to the old days. I would suggest just carry around a bunch of coins. Like and get a little and coin purse. Get a coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like you whip it out and you're starting to go through your pennies you get a ken, it's and a pain your nickels. in the neck for everybody and you're just like, oh man, like I should probably just like not spend money because it's going to be a pain in the ass every time I want to buy something. Oh my God. I remember I was watching, I don't know if it was a movie or a TV show or one of those like TLC shows. I forget what it was, but this guy got his car towed and he was so pissed about it that when he went to go pay the fee, like when he went to the place to get his car back, yeah. he paid it in all pennies, <laughs> all pennies. And they were like, you can't do this. And he's like, who said I can't? Yeah. Like, it's just hilarious. That's I'm incredible. Like, God. But yeah, I mean, so easy to swipe a credit card and. I don't even know. I am even still learning. Like, that's why, like, I could barely give advice on this. This is why it's shitty life advice, because I am still in the middle of trying to save money and do the whole thing. Because, like I said, I'm the worst. I see something and I just buy it. And I'm like, I need to stop doing that, especially yeah. with, like, the Postmates and stuff. It's just because, you know what? I'm a person that really favors convenience of course over i like, mean i think it's a big thing price. for our generation yeah, yeah we would gladly take the convenience over the price i mean that's exactly. why amazon and like amazon prime mm -hmm. is such a big thing and like people are ordering their groceries on amazon now yeah i i that's exactly what yeah. i do i have i pay like the extra like 15 dollars a month for amazon fresh mm -hmm. and it's just convenient because like especially with a person like me and i'm sure you like we both live like very crazy lives for like, sure. running around all the time traveling for me i don't have time like most of the time to you know stop everything i'm doing in my day totally. and like go to Trader Joe's or something. Yeah. And, and you live in the city know? too. So it's like yeah. you, you, you don't have a car to drive there and like put all the bags exactly. into like the back of the car and then drive it back. So like I totally see why it yeah. makes sense, and especially you know in the city. Like, yeah, and a lot of like grocery stores here are always jamming. Like my favorite grocery store in the world is Trader Joe's. I could live in Trader oh, Joe's. Oh, it's the best. Like, love it. It but, is the best. Yeah, but they don't have too many locations. They have like one in Chelsea, which is the closest one to me, but still mm -hmm. not as close. They have one on the Upper West Side that I used to go to. Both of those locations are the closest locations to me and they are just all times of day ridiculous yeah. the line is like an hour wait because everybody for wants your to go stuff. there yeah it's crazy so i'm like why wouldn't i just pay an extra 15 dollars a month to get everything delivered to me but then again you're paying an extra 15 dollars a month and then that's another thing subscriptions mm -hmm. they add up that everything's do. a subscription now everything yeah like um oh my gosh netflix and like last night i literally just signed up for um 
oh my gosh, I forget what it was, like CNN or ABC or yeah. CBS. I don't know what it was, but to watch the Grammys. Yeah. Literally signed up for a subscription with that. Um, oh my God, the Grammys yesterday. I totally forgot about that. I should totally incorporate this in. Did you watch them? I did watch the Grammys. I tuned in a little bit late, but okay. I did. I watched a lot of the performances and I mean, and a lot of the awards and man, Billy Eilish just cleaned up. And oh my gosh, damn, yeah. The big news of the day was Kobe Bryant dying. Yeah, that um, was, oh my God, As so a big tragic. basketball fan growing up, um, that really, really hit me hard. Like yeah. I was sitting in my brother's basement. Um, I'd just gotten there and I saw the notification come up on my phone and I literally was speechless. And yeah, yeah, I was in, I was honestly in tears. Like I, he was oh, a no, huge, same. he was a huge role model for me growing up. And like, as a, you know, a little kid growing up playing basketball, like Kobe Bryant was like the Mecca. Yeah. Um, and he was like what every kid wanted to be he was an all around player and like the best at what he did. And he played for so long. And I've been talking to friends about this today. It's like, you know, sports and entertainment, music and sports are so intertwined because it's, it's all entertainment. Mm-hmm. And like we see those people as kind of like immortal. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's kind of unfathomable that they would die before their time because they are like supermen. And yeah. so when something like that happens, it's like so shocking. And like I still haven't fully processed it. Like the fact that like. And he was, he's still so relevant. Like he just died like right after LeBron beat his point total. And like he was, he was always so encouraging and supportive in the sports community, not just in basketball, but beyond and so influential. And the fact that he's gone is like really, really hard to wrap my mind around. I don't know for a lot of other people in that position. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I was at my like office space yesterday and I was just like, you know, doing my dandy thing, emails, whatever. Um, And then I get a text message from my best friend Raquel and she was like, oh my gosh, Kobe uh, passed away. I was like, what are you talking about? Sure enough, I go on Twitter and it's it's trending everywhere and I was like and then the fact that his you know daughter. it was so yes his daughter 13 year old daughter that's honestly she probably so the much worst life and I mean left. obviously there were other people oh. on the on the helicopter too and every every mm-hmm. death is tragic so it's not to minimize everybody else who passed away because oh, yeah you know every human life is just as you know valuable as any other obviously Kobe is the most well-known and mm-hmm. his daughter who was an up-and-coming basketball player they were on their way to basketball practice like just the circumstances around it and like the fact that you know now a wife and a family is husbandless and and uh fatherless is like just so, so sad. Like, yeah, I especially know. he was 41 years old and like the prime of his life and she was 13. Yeah, exactly. It's like they both, you know, his daughter had so much life left. Yeah. Even at 41, you're not, you know, you're not 50 yet. You're not totally. even halfway through your life. You still have so much more to go and so much more accomplishments. And it just really broke my heart. And I was just like, oh my God, I was literally about to cry yesterday yeah. thinking about like those last moments. They were probably like freaking out and he was probably holding her. And ah, uh, it's I can't such imagine. Yeah, a, it's a, yeah. literally a nightmare. It's such a tragic thing, and yeah, they came out today with the rest of the names of the victims from the helicopter crash, and it's just so sad because some of the other victims were also, you know, uh, kids. It was young daughters and and mothers and 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 kids, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I couldn't even, I was just thinking about it yesterday, and I was like, I cannot imagine, like, losing my father right now. I would be a mess. My dad is like my rock. Like. Uh, gosh, it's, you know, it's so tragic, but my heart goes out to Vanessa, you know, and the whole family, whole all Brian the families. family, all the families yes. involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So damn. But uh, yeah, they definitely did a nice uh, kind of ode to him at the Grammys. Yeah, they, which they shouted him out really, a lot, really, which is nice. really, really great. Yeah. A lot of the, por- uh, the performances had like his jersey in the back, which was really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, So that was really wonderful. I thought and, it was really cool that when they were honoring uh, Nipsey Hustle when they were doing the Nipsey Hustle yes. um, DJ Khaled and uh, John Legend song that they had the DJ back there holding up yeah, Kobe Bryant's holding jersey. Up. Yeah, yeah, I know in Little Nas' performance, it was like sitting on like the couch in the yeah, background. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, um, a lot. Lizzo of people... shouted him out like right at the beginning and said, "Tonight's for Kobe." Yeah, um, Alicia Keys, obviously host, she yeah. gave 
beautiful speech about it right mm-hmm. at the beginning. Um, yeah, so it was a lot of really great um, memoriam, if that's the word, yeah. um, for it. It was a great um, tribute to him. Like, yeah, it was definitely sure. a great tribute, especially it was at Staples Center, too. I know, I know. So, yeah, just the, like, yeah, the the way that it all worked out and the way that things just kind of, because I know there was, like, a big vigil for him, like, right before the show, like, outside mm-hmm. Staples Center, too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. all in all, I think the awards were great. And man, Billie, yeah. Billie Eilish cleaned up. Yeah, she five awards and her brother five awards. Phineas, I was like, man, they deserve damn. it. They're they're really really special. They did something really really mm-hmm. well. Will and I were talking about this before you got here about yeah. like how Billie Eilish is like a like when you, you were talking about TikTok yeah. being a disruptor. Like Billie Eilish is a disruptor. Uh-huh. Like all the music that she's been putting out has been like you know it's pop, but she's doing like her own like thing with it, and it's like that whole album is like. It's a pop album, but it's like kind of like it's really dark, you know, Yeah. Mm-hmm. which is really interesting because mostly pop when we think of pop music, we think of like really uplifting, like yeah. all majory, like really uh, in your face and like bright. And like hers is just totally the opposite of that. And yeah. it's like really cool to see somebody coming in and kind of changing the pop like genre. Um, yeah. And I think that that's why, you know, she really cleaned up last night and Phineas, too. They, they yeah. both really, really deserve it for the work that they've done. Yeah, no, it was insane. I saw a picture of them this morning and they were both holding like the five awards. And I was like, sheesh. Isn't that like, crazy? Like, and yeah. she's only she's only 18. I know she's younger than both of us. I know and it's I'm crazy. Like, Damn, but you know what? She hustled. She does. She deserved it. Phineas um, too. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. great. And not to say, not take anything away from anybody else who was up for awards. Oh because yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of other people. Deserves, and she, you know? the way that she, what what I really liked was the way that she accepted everything too, and she kind of handled mm-hmm. it all. Like they yeah. were very humble about it, and they were just like, yo, like ev- there were so many other people that deserved this, and they were kind of like, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they were like coy about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were like, oh my god, like I can't believe this. Like they didn't want to go out there to accept that last award for mm-hmm. for best record yeah. or record of the year. Like, Did you see it was like um. There was like a video of her going around. It was like right before they announced that she won the award and she was like mouthing. She was like, please don't be me or something. (laughs) And I was like, that is just like, damn. Like, I don't know. I thought it was it was crazy how she was like, Ariana deserved this award, too. Like you said, everybody really deserved it. Everybody was a winner that night. Um, And then the performances, obviously, Billy's performance was beautiful. So, So good. The emotion in it. I was like. Sheesh. Hers and Demi Lovato's. I like what I liked about both of them is they were very stripped back and very, yeah. very, very raw. And mm-hmm. Demi's, wow, like yeah. her story and the fact that she, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't realize it until she performed it that she wrote that song four days before she ended yeah. up in the hospital. Ugh. And you could feel it, like you could feel like everything she was feeling that day. And for her to go on stage and to do that and deliver it the way that she did was just, I mean, it made me really emotional. Yeah, like it gave me chills. I absolutely love like artists that like when they perform and they're so passionate about their songs and yeah. they just put all they pour all their emotion into their performances and it makes it like that much more heartwarming like Camila's performance when she was singing to her dad yeah that was just so heartwarming it's beyond music I think, it's and yeah. that's what's really cool about it exactly it's about so many other things too it's about life experiences family friends and just everything that brings all the emotions together and sure. put into a great song and it's just crazy but yeah overall the awards are pretty great um the fashion i mean i'm a fashion person i went to you fashion can speak to that school. stuff i think some yeah. i think some of it's a little over the top for me like some of the stuff i was like what are they wearing other things i was like this is beautiful i thought ariana's dress was beautiful um lana del rey actually it came out on twitter today there was like a interview that she did on the carpet and she actually bought her dress at the mall like she didn't get a custom no made or anything she was like yeah i just bought this at that's the mall. cool i like that like i know right yeah. i was like this is so great um so i was like props to her man yeah um billy porter did you see his huge hat and it looks like it has like curtains on no, it no i didn't see that oh my gosh it has like dangling like beads or like diamonds or something and it like 
the hat was like mechanic. Yeah. I'll have to show it to you after. But it like go, lo- it, it looked didn't have like, like blinds that you could yeah. like. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. Literally around the whole hat. It was so Will, funny. Can you, can you get me one of those? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Will sitting in the corner just enjoying, having a good time. Beautiful. He's having a great time. <laughs> Before we move on from that, did you see the guy who was in the like clown makeup like no. all night? Did you see that? He was like, no. oh, we, we got to look it up after this. But like there okay. was, and I don't know who it was, but there was some guy who his face was painted and like he kept showing up on the camera because he was like one of the front rows. And like, really? I don't know who it was. And like, I saw hmm. people talking about it and like, yo, did anybody see this guy like in full face paint like the whole night? <laughs> no way. Yeah, we'll have to find I, it after this. You know what was so funny is I was, um, I was like making jokes to my friends. I was like little Nas when like they did like the pan out of like the whole crowd. He, that man stuck out like a thumb because he's yeah. wearing this bright <laughs> pink suit. It was so funny. I love Little Nas. Do yeah. you follow him on Twitter? I do, yeah. His tweets are like my life. It's like, seriously, I wake up and I look forward to his tweets every day. Yeah. He tweets the funniest things. He's like so positive. Um, and he's a great person. And yeah, I was like, that suit sticks out. It was so funny. Um, also... Who else? Tyler, the creator, yes. looked like a bellboy, yeah. <laughs> which was, I was originally, um, when I originally saw the outfit, I was like, oh my gosh, he looks like a bellboy. Like, I wonder if that's what he was going for. But then he actually had like a like a briefcase or like a suit with him. Yeah. And I was like, I guess that is the look that he was <laughs> going for. Yeah. So that was really, really hilarious. But yeah, overall, the whole Grammys was great. For um, sure. Yeah, everything was wonderful. Performances, great. Um, and yeah, but... Anyways, we're going to start to wrap this up now. Uh, we had a really eventful episode today. Uh, before, before, sorry, we wrap up. Uh, Dylan has a little bit of a very special announcement. Do you want to tell them what's going on in your world? Yeah. So obviously, we just released the album uh, last Friday, and to promote that album, we're going to be going on tour um, in the spring. So we're going to be Woo! hitting a lot of the markets <laughs> up here. We're going to be doing uh, Philadelphia, New York City, Boston. And then we're going to go down south. We're going to do Charlotte. Um, what is it? Chapel, Chapel Hill, North Carolina and Atlanta. And then we're wrapping up the tour in Nashville, where I currently live. Um, but we're here in New York. And so in the spirit of that, it's March 31st and Mercury Lounge. March 30th. March, <laughs> March 30th at Mercury Lounge is when we're going to be. That's a Sunday. Monday. Monday, March 30th. It's we'll, one, It's a day. <laughs> okay. Here's this. <laughs> Will shaking his head. What day is it? <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We got the dates. It's pretty we got recent him thing. Double, like, but we got him questioning himself. <laughs> we haven't announced it on our social medias yet or, and you know, my website or whatever, but we're going to. So if you're interested in coming to see me and I would love to see you there, anybody yes, who's listening. I will definitely be there. I will bring all of my New York City friends. We're always down for a good concert. Yeah. I have... Quite a bit of friends in the music industry. One of my best friends, Jen, um, she works for Warner, and so she gets me into a million and one concerts. Well, we'll get you into Mercury Lounge. Yes. And Jen. uh, Yeah, and Jen. Of course. Jen, Jen, you're you're coming. Jen Jen Darmafall, love you if you're listening to this. (laughs) Um, But yes, I will 100% be there, um, of course. And if any of you guys listening to this, my New York City bitchies uh, come through or to any of the dates, of course. Um, And you know what's so funny is... Uh, you're basically announcing an announcement right now. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's really, you're, really mad. You're announcing an upcoming announcement. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, super excited for that. I will be there. Uh, and if you guys are listening and you want to come through and hear some great music, then, you know, 
get your tickets whenever Please they do. go on sale. When do yeah. they go on sale? Uh, I think probably sometime next week. Whenever we make okay. the announcement, cool. it'll, it'll be on sale. Yeah, I'm sure when this episode goes up, they'll be on they sale. They will be on sale so by then for sure. If you're sure. listening, they're on sale. <laughs> but anyways, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. A huge thank you to Dylan Rockoff for being here today. Thank you for uh, having me, Christine. Yes. I really appreciate it. Oh my God, uh, you are welcome back anytime trust me and of course guys go check him out on all of his social media all his accounts it's just dylan rockoff everywhere right at dylan rockoff yep wonderful uh yes thank you to all my lovely bitchies for tuning in and i will see you guys in the next episode so have a great week guys and we'll see you soon see you bitchies thank you (laughs) 